We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Put your Bibles with me to Matthew, the 21st chapter. Now, I'm going to use this as the starting point. We talked about this last night, believing God. We're talking about believing God. This is uh, what I'd call a foundation scripture because I think it's so important for us to understand some of the things Jesus said about believing. Now, when we talk about believing sometimes, we're not talking about the same believing that Jesus was talking about. You know, sometimes we say, well, I believe so-and-so. But if we really believe it, we'd act on that. And sometimes we don't believe it enough to act on it, you see. What we say is that we know it's in the Bible, so therefore we give mental assent to it and say, well, yes, I know it's true. I believe it's true because it's in the Bible. But is it true in your life? Does it cause you to act as though it were true? See, now Jesus said, let's read from verse 22, Matthew 21, verse 22, And all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now that's a loaded statement, isn't it? Jesus said, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now we touched on this in the other session, but I want to review a few things about it because this is where we're beginning here. All things whatsoever you ask in prayer. Now someone said, now that couldn't be true because you might ask something that was not the will of God, you see. You might pray wrong. You might ask amiss. You might ask something to consume it on your own lust and therefore you wouldn't receive it. But you see, Jesus had it all included in here when he said this. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing. Now you see, you'd have to have Bible faith to believe that. And what I mean by Bible faith, you'd have to have faith that came from the Word of God. Now, if you couldn't find the Word of God for what you asked, then you couldn't have the Bible faith to believe for it. So if you prayed for something that was wrong or amiss, you would not have faith to believe for it. Because that's the only place you're going to get the Bible faith, the divine energy of God, to believe like Jesus says to believe. Now, you might have mental assent and say, well, I just believe it would happen. I've heard people say, well, you know, I prayed and I believe God, but, you know, it just turned out just as I expected. Well, now, they didn't believe, see. Now, you see, if Jesus had a said to many people what he did to the centurion in the 8th chapter of Matthew, you remember the centurion came to Jesus and said, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus said, I will come heal him. And the centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. And he said, For I'm a man under authority, and having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth to this one, Come, and he cometh, and to this man, Do this, and he doeth it. And Jesus marveled, at this man's faith, and said he had not found so great faith in all of Israel. Now here's a man that believed God, that believed what Jesus said, and believed what Jesus would do, so much that he said, you don't have to come pray for my servant. Just speak the word only. Now what this man did actually, is he established a point of contact to release his faith. 
See, he had already released his faith. He had already believed. Now, you hear people saying sometimes, and I know I've said it in times past, well, I'm believing God for this or that. Well, believing is a continual thing, you know. In fact, it kind of indicates there that you haven't really believed, you're in the process of believing. But this man had believed. He had already established something. He said it. He spoke what he believed. He said, speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Now see, he didn't say, Jesus, if you come lay your hands on him, then he'll be healed. Now there's nothing wrong with that because you see, Jairus said that and got his little daughter raised from the dead. But this man said, you don't have to come to my house. He had released his faith in the words of Jesus. He's released his faith as far as he can go. He can't go any further. The point of contact is the word of Jesus. If Jesus says the word, he says, my servant will be healed. And Jesus just stopped and preached him a sermon. He said, this is the greatest faith I found in all of Israel. And that is the greatest faith that anyone can have, is to release their faith at the word of God or at the words of Jesus and not have to say, Lord, if you'd come down and touch me, I'd get healed. Or, Lord, if you'd do something, you know. But just say, the word is nigh me, even in my mouth and in my heart. Like Paul said in Romans the 10th chapter. In Psalms 107 and verse 20, it says, God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Now, there's a multitude of sermons in that verse. See, God sent his word and healed them, not to heal them. God stated it this way, I sent my word and healed them. So if you think you didn't get healed, don't tell God because he believes you did. And he delivered you from your destruction. So whatever it is that you feel like's destroying you, don't tell God about it because he believes you got delivered from it. Now when you start believing that, you're going to see some results. But you see, it's easy sometimes to give over to what you see and give more precedent to what you see, feel, and hear than what the Word of God says. And I'll tell you quite frankly, if you're going to judge the Bible in the light of the 6 and 10 o'clock news, you're in trouble. But if you'll judge the 6 and 10 o'clock news in the light of the Word of God, you'll make it. So everything they prophesy doesn't necessarily come to pass in your life if you won't believe it. But I'll tell you what, if you believe all the bad news that comes over TV and radio, then you'll probably enter into it. Now, let's get back to the centurion. Here he is, he's released his faith. He's done all he can do. He can't do it anymore. It's up to Jesus now. And Jesus preached a little sermon there, and he said, Now, I've not found this kind of faith in all of Israel. In other words, among all the covenant people, he said, I have not found this kind of faith. Now see, this Roman centurion was a Gentile. He didn't even come under the covenant of God. He had no legal basis for what he's saying other than he just believed that if Jesus said it, it happened. He had no legal right to come under the covenant of God at that point. For the gospel was to the Jew first, then to the Gentile, and Jesus hadn't died. Jesus preached him a sermon. He said, I haven't found this kind of faith even among covenant people. Then he turned to the man and said, go thy way as thou hast believed. Notice, past tense. As thou hast believed, 
so be it done unto you. And his servant was healed the self same hour. Now this is the kind of believing that Jesus is referring to when he said all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now as I stated in the other session, sometimes we believed we believed, but we didn't believe the way the Bible said believe, or we would have received. But this man released his faith in the words of Jesus. And when Jesus spoke the word, it was settled. He went home rejoicing that his servant was healed and found out that it was just exactly like he believed. Well, I know some people that if Jesus said that to them, their servant would have died before they got home because they believe the worst of every situation. You see, there's people that pray a good prayer, but they don't talk the talk nor walk the walk. They'll pray and ask God for wisdom and get up and confess before they get out of the church house that they're just so worried they don't know what they're going to do. And then, you see, they have nullified their praying with their saying. So all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now, take that to Mark eleven twenty three, and 24. The principle of faith is that whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, but believe what he's saying will come to pass, he shall have. Now, what shall he have? He shall have whatsoever he saith and believeth and doubteth not in his heart that it comes to pass. Now, there's more to it than just saying it. Now, sometimes people get the idea, well, all you got to do is say it. No, no, it won't happen just because you say it. But yet, saying it is involved in making it happen. So, you see, don't take a truth and make the truth out of it. It won't happen just because you say it, but saying it is involved in making it happen because faith is released in words. So you believe, doubt not in your heart, and believe what you're saying will come to pass. Now, if you pray in one thing and say in another, then you're going to be in trouble as far as receiving because you've canceled your order, you see. Now, speaking what you believe is one of the fundamental principles that we need to get a hold of because God intends for us to get in agreement with His Word and say what He says about the situation. I've never understood people that thought they were going to get anything from God disagreeing with Him. Whatever God says, just get in line with it and say what God says. Say it until you go to believe in it. See, you may not necessarily believe it when you first say it. But if you keep saying what God said, faith cometh by hearing what God said. Can you see that? Now, what we need to realize when we're talking about speaking what you believe is that it works two ways. See, what you believe you speak because Jesus said out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. So what's abundantly in your heart will always get in your mouth. Now no matter how hard you try to hide it, it'll always end up in your mouth. So you can just be around people for a little while and you find out what they believe. Now you can hear them praying and you may not know what they believe. But when you hear them speaking in everyday life, you can find out what they believe in. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. Now, all of this week we have book and CD offer number 7505. It's a book and a CD. The book is a 49-page paperback entitled Faith That Will Not Change, plus a single CD entitled What About Job? 
book and CD offer is $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, you know, you always hear people say, well, what about Job? You know, God took everything he had, and he may do you the same way. No, go back and read the book of Job. It's true that Job said, the Lord giveth, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But you have to realize that Job couldn't read the first chapter of Job and find out that it was the devil that did it. And somebody said, yeah, but God allowed it. Well, the scripture says that God said he's already in your hands. The very accusation that Satan brought against God said, you've hedged him about on every side and I can't get to him. I can see God standing there grinning saying, yeah, I did it. That's me. I did it. But see, Job broke the hedge because he operated in fear. He said, the thing I have greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of has come unto me. So you realize that Job had something to do with what happened. And Ecclesiastes, the 10th chapter, states that he that breaketh a hedge, a serpent shall bite him. And God had hedged Job about, but he broke the hedge down with fear. You need to know that God's on your side. He's not against you. He's not going to take everything you own. But the devil will if you allow him to. That's offer number 7505. It's a book and a CD. The book is a 49-page paperback entitled Faith That Will Not Change, plus a single CD entitled What About Job? It's $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Camps Ministries and our listeners in this area.